0: Hello, Carla. How are hey, you? I'm
1: here. I'm here. I made it. I'm, You're here. Here. I'm here. But I'm here. This week, we're Ooh. genuinely a few drinks in. It's 10 p.m. It's a Friday night.
0: We're after dark. we're after and dark. It's, it's it. But we have other things to get done before Carla after dark. Yes, we do. Let's kick it off. Let's do a quick because we have lots to talk about this week. Cala, what news things have been happening this week? And I realised I have the first news thing. <laughs> yeah, so we, I'll answer that we question.
1: literally just spoke about this, Kian. How many have you had?
0: <laughs> yeah. Cala, do you like Scooby Doo?
1: Love it.
0: Did you know that the original Scooby Doo films, like the ones that came out in the early 2000s that seemed like they were made in the mid 90s, were directed by James Gunn? who does the Guardians of the Galaxy movies.
1: I didn't, all I know is that Buffy was Daphne. Yeah. And Buffy's husband was Fred.
0: Yes. (laughs) But anyway, this week on Twitter, James Gunn was asked about the sexual orientation of Velma. Yes. And he said in the third film, which he had planned out, Mm -hmm. which I believe the plot was that they go to Scotland and they're the monsters. Scooby and Shaggy pay for like putting people in prison and they're the monsters to this village. It's really weird, I don't know. Mm, not sure I would have
1: worked with the franchise, but.
0: <laughs> it's a different direction, mm. but also a different direction in that he said this week that Velma is canonically lesbian. And I mean.
1: Applause for that. I, I can't, I'm not clapping very well. I've got a drink in my hand. <laughs> I always, I don't know why, I didn't wouldn't have said she was lesbian only because she was with Seth Green in the second movie. But I would have definitely oh, said she would have given me bi vibes.
0: Bi vibes. And like, yeah, I was bi- I was like, vibes.
1: just cool. Like, I just feel like that's never crossed my mind. I always assumed maybe, you know, a little, little gay. Remember that little yeah. scene with Daphne and her?
0: I just assumed that everyone in the mystery machine was having sex. They just put Scooby outside. What? And they just all have sex with each hey, other.
1: Daphne and Fred got engaged.
0: Not in the film. Yes, they
1: did. Did they? Uh-huh did they in the book i read the book
0: you read the novelization of the scooby-doo movie
1: scooby-doo movie 2 yeah crumble i
0: watched those films (laughs) recently enough and i was like this is the most 90s film i've ever seen set in two thousand, and then i googled it the second one came in 2004 i was like this is ridiculous so yeah that's good news you have a bit of news as well that i don't really know about or i've forgotten
1: it's Star signs. So NASA said nothing. Essentially, I don't know where this comes from. Every now and again, this shit crops up. Yeah. Where basically they've gone. There's a thirteenth sign. All your signs are wrong. Everything you know is a lie. So
0: we have to add an extra month now.
1: Uh, it doesn't make sense, and it's called. And I've written it down, and I st- I refuse to learn how it's it's pronounced. But it's like Ophiucus. Ofi- Ophiucus.
0: Right. I saw that. It's not true. It's
1: not true. NASA's come out and I've got a statement from NASA. I wrote it down because I thought it was funny. We didn't change any zodiac signs. We just did the math. So basically (laughs) NASA said, you dumb bitches.
0: (laughs) Like I, I, I saw that like they brought out a new star sign. And I was like, okay, this is the star sign people bringing it out. But then someone was like, no, 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 it's NASA. I was like, NASA, don't give a shit about star signs. Star signs aren't science. And also,
1: so NASA also said, astrology is not astronomy. So they also came out and said twice, they said, you dumb bitches. (laughs) they, They weren't having it.
0: How many people a year do you think sign up to astrology courses in college thinking they're astronomy?
1: Probably half. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just just on day one, they just turn around and you go, yeah, Back. so this is how you identify a star. And they're like, sorry, when are we learning about Capricorns? I, I'm a
1: Capricorn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, like that is the hill I'll die on. They, they really broke it down for everyone because a lot of different companies were then jumping on it and like adding it. And then even Apple added it to the star sign emojis. So, so NASA's had to come out really and post an article saying, let me clear things up for you. And they said, like, the Babylonians, yeah. they knew about this, but they wanted to make it easy, so they broke it down into 12, blah, blah, blah. Babylonians, notoriously very anal people, clearly. They wanted yeah. it to work with the 12 months of the year.
0: Even numbers. Even
1: numbers, we love it. I knew I was a Capricorn. There was no way I was a Sagittarius.
0: I once was asked by a friend to go to a psychic. She said, do you want to book a psychic appointment? And I just turned around and said, why would we have to book an appointment for a psychic
1: You know we're coming
0: surely they would know we're coming <laughs> i've had like three tarot readings over the course of quarantine mm. and every single time they've done one they wince just one of the cards will come out and they're like and i'm like oh is it bad and they're like oh <laughs> i just have to consult the little booklet and then i'm like oh why and they're like well there's only meant to be one death card <laughs> in the pack, but somehow you got three. <laughs> oh
1: my god. Kian? Yeah. In like lockdown tarot card readings, they turn one over and go, you're going to be at home for a while.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You're just like, oh, really?
0: <laughs> Someone did a tarot reading on me and they just said, oh, shit, uno.
1: <laughs> pick up four.
0: <laughs> yeah, pick up four. Sorry, mate. So the last bit of news I have is kids under the age of 18 are dressing up as old people. Yeah. It's so good. So they're dressing up like in like heavy coats and like grey in their hair and putting like a little, what? Like, like a like little bandana over there yeah. Little scarf, little head scarf, And then they're doing their eye makeup. (laughs) Sorry. They're doing their eye makeup to make their eyes look really old and then putting the face masks on. Mm. Then they're going into off licenses (laughs) and they're just buying one bottle of wine. No one behind an off-license counter is gonna stop an old lady buying one bottle Mm. of wine or even one bottle of Jemison or something. But then they go down to the off-license down the road and they pick up another one and another one and another one. By the end of the fucking street, they're wasted. They've been able to get all the drink from all the shops. People say kids are not our
1: future. They might be.
0: If I could have done that at oh, this yeah. age, like at their age,
1: genius. What
0: age were you being served at? Oh. What age were? What was the youngest you were served?
1: Youngest at? I was served at was seventeen. A tricky one, but I never got served younger than that, and I never really tried because I'm a scaredy cat.
0: I was in Donegal, which is the northwest of Ireland. Mm. And it was my friend's birthday, but me and my friend went into this pub. I was 16 years old. Now, at the minute, I'm 22 and I look 40. (laughs) So when I was 16, I looked older than I was, but I was still 16. Mm. And I went up to the bartender and I was like, hey, can I get a drink, please? Can I get um, two, two pints of Heineken, please? And he was like, yeah, no problem. And he went and he got them and he served me. And I was and bullets yeah me and my friend sat in the corner and we were shaking as we were drinking these pints It was two pints of heineken i don't think i've drank a pint of heineken since that <laughs> kata you started working this week have you started your new job or are you going in tomorrow i
1: am my first day back so i this is the job i worked before i moved to australia they have rehired me i am back to work tomorrow morning at 10 a.m woo Ooh, so excited it's just a training weekend though because the pub opens back on monday so I'm working right, 10 till yeah. 5 Saturday, Sunday. But I'm I'm back to work. I'm going to be back to work. I'm going to be very busy. I'm working about a 50-hour week next week. Our
0: topic for this week, Carla, is odd yes. jobs, right? And I suggested odd jobs rather than just jobs, mainly because I've never had a proper job. Okay. What I do now is quite vague. Like People do ask me, like, oh, what do you work as? And I have started saying video content creator because it covers a wide variety of bases like i do do some directing i do a lot of camera work and i do a lot of editing Mm -hmm. on top of that i do like motion graphics and drone stuff and like live streams and and lots of other different things so it's it's so broad that it's hard to just say camera a man of many talents i'm a jack of all trades Mm -hmm. but before i did all that and even during doing that so like because I work freelance I do little odd jobs and nixers here and there so we thought we'd talk about them mm-hmm. and as you did last week where you had a list <laughs> right, of the things you're really petty about when it comes to dating yes.
1: I have made a list oh my god that list is so all... long oh my god <laughs> I've
0: made a list of all the odd jobs I've ever done it's more are than you... any
1: job I've ever are you had? ready
0: to hear them <laughs> Stop me whenever you want. So the first proper job I've had is an orthodontic lab assistant.
1: Okay. So, so as in when people get braces on, you, you ask them what colour they want.
0: Next proper job I had, uh, I worked as a suit salesman. Cool. Cool. I was very dapper. Then I worked in Arnett's, which is a big department store in Dublin where I was selling Danish crap. So the Danish embassy in Ireland had set up a kind of trade thing at Christmas and I had to sell them. Danish
1: crap, their official name.
0: Crap, it was crap because none of it sold, (laughs) right? There was a wooden monkey that you're meant to put on like the fireplace and all these Danish families have them and they're like a hand me down and stuff. It cost 400 euro to buy this wooden monkey. Wow. Wow is right. And what does it do? Nothing. It's a (laughs) wooden, like it's a toy. It didn't do anything. If I was buying it, I would want an actual monkey. I saw a Tiger King. I don't think they cost 400 euro. No,
1: I think Joe Exotic would have given you one for free.
0: At the same time, I moved from the Danish crap uh, to the Maltesers stand. So Maltesers had a stand in this uh, department store where they sold boxes of Maltesers and boxes of like galaxy stuff and I had to tie them in a ribbon with people's names printed on them. So I'd print out the names and tie the ribbon. (laughs) It was the best job ever. I'm gonna power through some of the jobs I've done as a like videographer and stuff. So I once filmed a local panto. I filmed three weddings. One of them was a traveler wedding. I once filmed a five hour ballet recital. Nearly fell asleep during it. Fair
1: enough. Uh,
0: I used to work for a magician a lot. He was really interesting. Did he saw you in half? He didn't saw me in half. He was more close up kind of event magic. Really interesting stuff. Mm. He he could make receipts turn into money and then back into receipts. Really wow. cool. I filmed a festival in the car park of a football club. Okay. wasn't a really big festival. <laughs> it was, <laughs> I directed 10 Ted Talks. Ooh, I love a Ted Talk. I've done a few music videos. So I've worked for this production company as well, where I've done one or two little production jobs. One of the production jobs was at the ploughing championships in Ireland.
1: I'm going to need more information.
0: So the ploughing championships is a festival and competition where people Shag. plough fields. Oh. No, oh,
1: no. Oh, oh, I've gone... <laughs> into the technical sense of the word ploughing and not the literal sense.
0: It's technically the biggest festival in Europe because of the size of Mm. it, because they need all the fields to (laughs) plough. And when I was there, I worked with the TV crew that was on it and the presenter, two of the presenters, one of them is Marty Morrissey. Now, Marty Morrissey is a sex symbol in Ireland, but he looks like... Someone gave a potato a spray tan mm. and dyed its hair black and gave it the worst comb over ever. He's still one of Ireland's greatest sex symbols.
1: I'm picturing like Dracula if he lived in L.A.
0: Sure, but short.
1: Oh, God.
0: Women want to be with him. Men want to be him, right? I take your life for He gets mobbed so much that the producers of the show came up to me at the start and they were just like, hey, listen, you're gonna be with Marty for the weekend. And I was like, oh, okay, um, wh- what do I have to do? And they're like, so people come up to Marty and uh, they kind of pull him aside and they wanna talk to him. And cause he's such a nice guy, he wants to talk to them as well. I was like, oh, okay, that ruins our scheduling. So we want you to stand in between Marty and the people because if he can't <laughs> see them, he won't talk to them. I was like, "Oh, so you want like a bouncer?" And they were like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." And, and, and you're so tall, it works really well. I was like, "Yeah, wait, did you hire me because of my height?" No, 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 no. But you are the tallest. You were those glasses they
1: put on contestants when they're, like. Like I on was the blinkers
0: truck a truck. for a horse like
1: on a bush a trial you know when they're not allowed to because he has a, an attention span of a five-year-old
0: truly he was the Whitney Houston to my Kevin Costner
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that movie
0: I'm gonna power through a few more of these um I was a life drawing model I've been a bartender I was a door-to-door solar mm. power salesman no, 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 they were both no, in Australia no, no. you're gonna have to go back
1: Sorry? to life drawing to which- model because I've done a couple life drawing classes and I'm intrigued.
0: <laughs> so the Irish version of the GCSEs is the junior cert and for the junior cert art exam, there is a life drawing section. And the year above me was doing that. So my art teacher asked me and two other students, would we sit and do the life drawing? Hmm. And because of that, we were working for the department of education and I was paid, I believe, Twelve euro eighty five an hour. No, total.
1: No. How old were you?
0: Uh, I would have been 14, 13, 14, But it was like it was like an hour. You only had an hour to yeah, do yeah, the yeah, exam yeah, or whatever.
1: But you, so you got your dick out at fourteen.
0: No, 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 oh. no. You don't draw dicks at fifteen for the GCSEs. No, but
1: when you said life drawing, when I did life drawing classes, yeah, everyone we just had sat everyone there in had a class. It was naked. No, it
0: wasn't nude life drawing. No,
1: because life. Get your mind out of the gutter. No, because that's when I did life drawing. I I was seeing a lot of, I was seeing a lot of snatch. <laughs> a life drawing, I had to do it for my A level. Like they said it would be really useful if you did
0: Really. No,
1: not as in for my exam, but like they said it'd be really useful if you did life drawing classes. So I had to draw nude people for like two or three weeks.
0: We did life drawing, but it was of students. So we'd get students in, they'd sit in a chair. Fully clothed, uh, and we draw I'm them. glad we cleared yeah, it yeah. up
1: that you were 14 and fully. We're not closed. getting
0: 16 year olds in. We're telling them to strip and then do Perfect. it. Perfect. I have worked for the Irish Rail service. I did a survey for them two years in a row, where I would sit outside in the cold from about 5 a.m. to 1 a.m. and we would count the people coming on and off the trains at every, every, every cycle.
1: How much did she get paid for that one? About
0: 300. And a bit euro per it was good night? no it was only one day oh, so it was like 300 oh. euro for the whole day yeah it was one Inject day it. And it was great Why what else do I have here uh, I was an air-conditioning mechanic <laughs> I was assistant photographer at the London fashion show Ooh. at one of the runways I've done rescue at a triathlon rescue yeah yeah you know when they do the swimming oh like lifeguard N- no uh, <laughs> i would sit in my canoe and as they swam past if they needed any help I'd go over to them (laughs) i got 250 quid i don't know what to tell you
1: honestly i feel like you would do most things for money
0: i'd pretty much do nearly anything for money and you
1: know what the one job you've not mentioned yet which is the one i mentioned when i was talking to someone and i was like we're talking about odd jobs and like i can already name one that kian has because he got third degree burns walking around australia doing it
0: yeah when i was in australia the first job i could get because i was really fucking struggling yeah. was with this solar company and i don't know if it's illegal in the uk but i'm pretty sure it's illegal in ireland you're not allowed to do door to door sales anymore
1: i'm not sure if it's illegal but i've not seen them in a really long time so i'm assuming there must be something yeah I, yeah
0: maybe they're just like nah it doesn't work But in Australia.
1: You were out here getting blistered forehead for it.
0: The hottest days we were in Australia. Was it like 40 degrees that
1: that day you went out?
0: I got a day where I did 45 degrees and I had to walk around for five and a half hours. Every house I went to, when they opened the door, they were like, mate, what are you at? I took the day off work because it's It's, that hot.
1: They're like, it's hot. Like, not. Every single house
0: filled my water bottle. Loads of the houses would give me sun cream didn't work the back of my legs looked like fucking cooked chickens it was it
1: was it was painful to look at i think we went out that night though yeah yeah our friends sat in your fridge Yeah. Pre-drinks because that's (laughs) how hot it was you had to genuinely sit in a fridge because it was so hot and you were out there trying to flog solar systems to people who did not give a fuck
0: so that's all the mad odd jobs i have any questions
1: like what is the lowest amount of money someone could pay you to do something like this, like one of these random odd jobs.
0: Okay, I did the London fashion show for free, but that was good kind of experience. Basically my friend yeah. wanted to take photos for his portfolio and he asked me to go along with him. He paid for my flights, he paid for my accommodation. So I just said, hey, yeah. So I've done three wedding videos. Mm-hmm. The last wedding we did was a, it was a beautiful Hindu wedding. Frances turned to me at the start and she was like, oh, and listen, I, I'm doing this for a friend as well. I can only afford to give you a hundred euro. I was like, don't worry about it, it's fine. She goes, you can take as much food as you want home.
1: Challenge accepted.
0: I probably brought 300 euro worth of food home with me.
1: Fair enough.
0: I try not to do free work, Mm. which is hard as a freelancer. But I've been kind of lucky with my work. And any kind of jobs I take for free or cheap is usually something I'm quite interested in. Or kind of a passion project or whatever. You never want to sell yourself short as a freelancer, I feel No. Because no one will ever take you serious.
1: But that's such a shame because at the moment when, like, I'm trying to make my writing uh, more of a full-time thing rather than, you know, this kind of, like, at the moment it's a website. As
0: you should because it's excellent.
1: Thank you very much. Applying as a freelance writer to places, they genuinely want you to do, sometimes, and I've seen an actual advert that wanted me to do 3 months for free writing content for them for their blog their social media all like copywriting everything for free with the potential to get a job at the end and i thought 3 months of free work Of me putting everything in to get a job that I might not get and you're going to use my content forever they wanted me to they wanted me to fix up some of their website stuff they were like can you do uh, websites and I was like I mean I've I've created my own website so I can yeah I can but it was all for free and I thought no like I want to work in this industry but there's no way I'm gonna let them not pay me for three months
0: Carla have you ever had any odd jobs
1: I've not really had that many like odd like not you odd and I know, <laughs> yeah, but then I've not, I've always been in like one job for a really long time and then I'll stop. Or like, you know what I mean? Like I've always had kind of very consistent and then stopped. Mm. But there was one, I worked at Chessington, but I didn't work at Chessington. I worked for Now TV, standing yes. in Chessington, bothering people on their days out with their family. But I was actually talking to a friend earlier and the only thing odd about this job, this job was great. It was, it paid yeah. a lot per day and your day hours could vary. So it didn't really, it didn't matter if you were there on time. And one mm. day we'd been out the night before and I'd stayed at my friend's house and we decided to go into work and we woke up hungover, and we decided to walk to the station. Walking to the station, uh, we were like, should we just stop off and get a Fanta at the corner shop? Yeah. Missed a train. Grabbed a Fanta. Missed another train walking to the station. Got there. Then we're like, oh, okay, we're train to Wimbledon. Cool. Got on that. Got off waited about 20 minutes they were very uneven 20 minutes for that train to wimbledon and there was a starbucks on the platform next to it and we were like we've only got four minutes now till our train do you think Mm. we'll make make it if we get starbucks though we're already gonna probably be late we're like we'll be fine we'll get there went over to the starbucks as as the woman's taking our order the train our train comes and goes (laughs) and we're like there with our with our grande lattes like cool so we've missed that train so we walked back over to the side we're like, i got another half an hour. And we're like, we texted our manager being like, oh, really sorry. The trains are all fucked up. Like really hung over drinking our lattes. Train comes, get on it, get off to the other end. And we're like, oh, should we stop for a sausage roll or something? Stopped again. <laughs> got a sausage Jesus roll. Jesus
0: <laughs> Christ. Are you still on your way? Like yeah. right now? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I might be. I. It took us three hours to get to work how long should it have taken you about 40 minutes max 45 minutes <laughs> <laughs> it took us three hours we were two and a half hours late and they just went cool and i think we left early as well and then uh, might as well possibly, not have gone it, at the, when we arrived and it was like lunchtime i did think meh should we have took, like should we have done this? Should we have just stayed home?
0: Yeah, what would you give odd jobs out of ten? Personally, because pretty much all my work has been odd jobs, I'm gonna mm. give it a strong seven and a half. I was gonna give it an eight, but I've had some dodgy odd jobs where people, you know, pay me less than they were gonna mm. say and all this crack.
1: I give them about a four because I don't think I have got the confidence to do odd jobs. I think I'm less confident. I like a job where I walk in, everyone knows my name, you know, very uh Happy days?
0: Is that the song? Happy
1: cheers. Day. Cheers. Right, cheers. You know, you walk in and you're like, hey, how's it doing? Dick and is You know, like that kind of stuff.
0: No, that's happy days. <laughs> <laughs> if someone came up to you and go, I need you to clean out six aquariums and I'll give you 200 pounds.
1: How long is this going to take me?
0: Two days. One day. It'll take you as long as it takes you to clean six aquariums.
1: Yeah, well then like, yeah, like you mean like fish They're tanks. good
0: sized aquariums. Like though. fish tanks. Like they could fit, they could fit two salmon
1: i think you're overestimating how much i know the dimensions of the salmon
0: you know the standard salmon like a standard size. salmon yeah a sure. standard salmon yeah
1: no i do it but no one's ever offered it to me and i would i think i'd like apply for a job where they said clean six aquariums
0: i don't think odd jobs you can apply for i think they happen to you
1: yeah and no one's yeah. ever no one's ever looked at me and thought that's the girl that's gonna clean my aquariums today
0: yeah i don't
1: know my applications are open
0: yeah if anyone needs anyone to clean an aquarium, Carla is barely working at the minute. Top 48 not. hours next week is barely anything. What are you going to do with the rest of the hours? Sleep?
1: Oh, well, I hope.
0: Uh, speaking of sleeping, mm. I think it's time for. Is at the dark? Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> and yes. what is on for color after dark this week
1: Kala. we had a question sent in i got with a lad recently amazing personality beautiful man but his dick is a little on the small side
0: mm.
1: four inches or a, or a, sh- a short five <laughs> or a short five don't short be five. laughing
0: at this man sorry
1: no 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 i'm laughing at the the phrasing or a short five yeah. um yeah after a while it just wasn't doing anything for me does size matter and can a man with a small penis perform good sex
0: the age-old debate of does size matter
1: does size matter i my short answer is kind of i've been inverted commas lucky that i've never been with a guy for a long time that has had this issue yeah. yeah like i've slept with maybe two to four small penises right i don't want to out myself or these men but two to four i like because two were definitely small uh, but there's probably up to four that could be classed, depending on the measurements and i think that the sex was bad but that could have been due to that many to, things
0: yeah was that due to the penis
1: because one of them was just an was awkward one of them i was coming off the end of a breakup you know you know it's like there are other situations. Maybe there's if I other other liked factors. the person more. I've i I've been really thinking about this for about a day now because I've had about a day to think about it. And I don't know because I don't... I believe that love is a scam. So I think maybe if I loved the person, yeah. But then I also don't mm. think that that should be a factor. I, there's, a, there's a guy I know who he's been in a relationship for four years. Super happy. They seem super happy. And he has one of the smallest penises I've ever heard of. Word of mouth. But apparently he's a finger man. So
0: I've heard of people with essentially micropenises or on the verge of micropenises who perform quite poorly but they give it a go my opinion on it is there's like a logistical problem to it
1: mm. where
0: if you were sleeping with someone and basically you can't reach if you mm. know what I mean from behind? particularly from behind a lot of the time Been it just there. doesn't reach yeah if the person has quite a large arse it's hard to kind of get it in
1: yeah and then it makes them feel uncomfortable yeah yeah i have once and i've told people certain people not to listen to this this week but i have told people in in the past like let's do doggy and then they're like eh, it's not gonna work <laughs> <laughs> and i've been like you know obviously tipsy enough and i been like what do you mean and what they really mean is it's not gonna stretch which is fair and that's unfortunate yeah. and this is what I, again I was talking to a couple of girlfriends that and goal
0: is just out of reach
1: it's unfortunate there's nothing they can do when a girl doesn't have boobs or doesn't have an ass it's all preference at the end of the day Yeah. whereas having a small dick there's not much you can do about it
0: some people have a shallow vagina it happens there should be a dating app for people with shallow vaginas and small penises
1: don't say that out loud people are still that idea get working yeah, on that app immediately
0: what would you call it
1: um sizer Size matters, just call it size matters. Yeah. And you can only register if you have a size five or less.
0: Five?
1: Four? four?
0: Five or, yeah, four, okay. Four,
1: four and a half. I don't know, I could have said, I've always been inverted commas lucky.
0: Yeah, the average, I'm gonna fucking Google it to make sure. So the average in Ireland is five inches. The most well-hung country in the world is the Democratic Republic of Congo is 7.1 nice Um, the average size in the UK oh fuck the average size in the UK is 6.36 inches
1: okay yeah I had a friend who had listed all her men by um where they were from right like on, so so all the men she slept with she put like where their like heritage was
0: right. and when I want to at, see that weird excel spreadsheet
1: <laughs> so when we then she made me make one and when we compared our lists my list is very much english 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 essentially there's a yeah. few you know i've got a little i've got a little sprinkling of other things but very few and i think maybe then that's the reason i'm if english men are average six no wonder i think
0: you need to come to the shorter land of ireland apparently
1: what where the dicks are bigger
0: no smaller apparently
1: i mean but then also on the on the sense of size matters i've also partaken in activities with a man who had a, a larger dick and it was too much so
0: that's the thing i get told a lot with bi and gay men i feel it matters it, it it does matter but like big big penises is a lot to take on it's a lot and it's the same with women like i've talked to female friends of mine and they're like "Nah, if it's too big you get scared at the same time i wish i struck fear in the hearts of people
1: <laughs> but the guy that had so the guy in question had about, it was about a nine, nine and a quarter inch, and it wasn't thin, but you wouldn't have looked at him and thought it.
0: Is he a skinny guy?
1: Yeah, kind of.
0: That's what happens. It's gifted to the worst people.
1: Yeah, like and, and, it, was, and it was fine, but it was one of those ones where I'm like, oh wow, I didn't need to fill my cervix today.
0: What famous historical figures do you think had the biggest penis? And that either means they had big dick energy where you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Like Martin Luther King. Big, but also, yeah. there's people who are terrible, terrible human beings or just people in history, and you feel like, yeah, they probably had a big dick. I'd say Napoleon was packing heat.
1: I was thinking Napoleon. Right? Short man. Oh my big God, dick. I actually was. Yeah. I thought, you know what? Hitler only had one ball, but Jesus Christ, Napoleon had a massive penis.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Julius Caesar.
1: Yeah, because he didn't fear no bitch. He was like, yeah, stab me in the back. Who cares
0: a fuck? I... I want to say Alexander the Great as well.
1: Mm. You know who I was going to go for? Socrates.
0: <sighs> mm. Socrates and Plato.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's something it's all about these Greeks. Mm. I look at him and I'm just like, oh, well hung. i like a horse. I just think there's some people that just exude that thing where you're like, he'll accidentally have one. And he's the kind of guy that I think accidentally has one. Like, he shouldn't have been gifted with it, but he is. You know who probably had a small one? Elvis. I think that shit was shriveled up.
0: I'd say it got smaller throughout his life. But does it matter? I suppose it does, but in a mechanical sense. Not just purely for sex. Because mm. you can have sex without having a big penis.
1: Yes, but some there is something about having...
0: Being fulfilled?
1: I was going to say having my guts <laughs> rearranged, but... <laughs> No, but there is some like I get it because I like I said, I know that the person who I know who's in a relationship whatever, they said he's quite good with his fingers, he does all this other stuff and I'm like, Yeah, true, but I could finger myself. Unfortunately, and it is just so unfortunate that the nice guys probably are five foot five with a four inch penis.
0: Like if you're getting into relationships, sex shouldn't be the main thing. Not
1: the main thing, no, but it's definitely top four. Yeah.
0: Top four things in a relationship, Carla yeah. Gold. So
1: not selfish. Okay. Loyal. Okay. Compassionate.
0: And sex. Mm. Mm. You're gonna have some guy with no sense of humor now. Oh,
1: fuck. Okay. You are
0: left out sense oh, of humor. I did leave out sense of humor. You, left you know out why? Because I'm funnier no, than every boy I've getting... ever dated.
1: I just haven't met a man funnier. So a sense of humor would be great. But all they need is a hint mm. of it because I bring the laughs every day. Yeah. Everyone's constantly laughing when I'm around right. but yeah so it's, it's unfortunate but I do think size has to matter a it little. does and
0: just I think it's, it's it's more in a mechanical sense
1: yeah like it's it's a preference and you will find someone who matches your preference he might be the most lovely guy but if genuinely sex is in your top four mm. and you mean penetrative sex like that kind of thing then he's it's probably best to cut things now
0: Unfortunately, yeah, so for this person, either cut things now or give him a strap on.
1: Which is just an awkward present you don't want it's to give. It's not a
0: great present to give to a guy you're like casually sleeping with.
1: Wait for Christmas, do it in Secret Santa.
0: Yeah, that'll be really secret when you're opening it at the office Christmas party. Everyone else is getting fucking framed photos and funny gifts, and someone gets a fucking strap on.
1: I never said the world weren't cruel.
0: That's all for Kala After Dark, which brings us on to the end of the show, which is finding the worst reviews of the week. I want to start by saying the review I wanted to do was for Fleshlights, which yes. is a male sex toy. And when I searched on Amazon for Fleshlight, this is what I found. A men's goatee shaving template. <laughs> this is what came up when I searched Fleshlight. Could you describe this to the listeners?
1: I actually think I can. So, you know when um, razors come with different heads, but they come in that little case, and it's a bit of an odd-shaped case, kind of like a mouthguard-shaped case. It looks exactly like that, but attached to someone's someone's mouth?
0: It's basically a mouthguard that covers from your nose down to your chin, and you shave around it.
1: It looks wonderful. I'm going to read the
0: description. So, introducing the new revolutionary (laughs) shaving template. So, uh, the picture has two men and they have goatees. And they are the two, I think, the only men in the world who look well with goatees.
1: And they look so happy. Yeah. They they look like they've just opened a strap-on for Christmas. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) They're so buzzing with these goatees.
0: Kala, there's no more guesswork. Shape your goatee like a pro with my perfect goatee. Note, razor not included. Perfecting the style of your goatee is an art. It takes a lot of practice, focus, and probably countless failures. If you are tired of the continuous bad shaves or simply don't have time to pay attention to every detail when shaving, then you have come to the right place. Now you can feel masculine and (laughs) achievable. There is,
1: there is nothing masculine about that.
0: And achieve a clean and well-managed goatee without any hassle. My Perfect Goatee will help you transform your crooked goatee to a perfectly <laughs> shaped and irresistible one. And the best part is, it's incredibly fast and easy. The device allows for adjustments to fit to your face shape and personal styling preferences. End your shaving frustrations with My Perfect Goatee. So I have three reviews. I am going to go from the best review I found, which is five stars. And the title is Look Like Hannibal Lecter. (laughs) This device is amazing. It really does allow you to look like Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs. (laughs) Now everyone can embark on their own psychotic reign of terror. Now I have a three star review It's a bit older. Actually, I should say all of these reviews use the words Hannibal Lecter.
1: Oh my god!
0: Yeah, this is not an uncommon thing.
1: This is one of those things, though, that we could use selling the my perfect goatee. Yeah, to catch predators. <laughs> Anyone who buys one of these, we could just send police. To they should house go onto to a list. 100%. At least, yeah, uh, easily.
0: Three stars. Uh, The title of the review, these are all from Amazon, it says, One size does not fit all, imagine, if you will, that for some reason they were making a mould of your face. Afterwards, you'd expect a pretty good fit from the finished product, as it was shaped to your face. Well then, if you can think of this gadget as an all face included cast, I doubt I need to say more. All in all, I suppose if you happen to be the right fit, the gadget might work. But other than giving you the Hannibal Lecter look while trying to wear it, I don't see the practicality of the muzzle. Least you are Luis Suarez or his possible disciples, and you are obliged to wear it at any time you're on the pitch. If so, (laughs) it's right on point. Biting while playing footy will become yet another savage human meme we, it says we, we, have overcome. Thus, for that alone, long live the goat sea.
1: What a niche joke that man made.
0: Man, that was just full of spelling mistakes and niche jokes, and this guy needs to get a fucking life.
1: I just think he's taking so much time out of his day to essentially humble brag that he has a big face.
0: A big face and a goatee. Nothing sexier to a woman than a big face. My last review, the title is it's good for Hannibal Lecter. Never had p- Why are people obsessed? They all mention Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Never had no problem doing my own goatee, but I was curious about this, so I brought it. So, very clumsy to use. I cut a better goatee without it. Could not get a taper around my goatee with this Hannibal Lecter contraption. Waste of money, one star. Nine people found that helpful
1: nine people who are out there terrorizing yeah the goatees are like the mullet for the face
0: that is a very fair statement yeah
1: it's just is niche and it probably should have been left in the 80s all
0: right if you want a goatee and a mullet you should have a goatee but then have the exact same shape cut out of the back of your head yes yeah a goatee is party yeah. in the front business in the back
1: much like Voldemort in number one. Yeah, all under that turban.
0: Yeah. Quibble in the front, Voldemort in the back.
1: <laughs> 100%.
0: Anyway, Carla, we have to wrap up. What have we reviewed this week and what are we going to give it out of 100? So we reviewed right up at the start. Velma is gay. Astrology is bollocks. And... Uh, not sure that's no, what we No, discussed. no, I'm pretty sure that's what we said. And... Mm young people are dressing up as grannies to buy booze which is
1: hilarious last week we forgot to actually give an overall score
0: yeah i know i remember that seen? as well uh la- we'll, we'll include last week's score into this one um yeah
1: because i i, re- I listened to it back and i was like oh <laughs> us <laughs> so carla and Kean. <laughs> uh-oh
0: i think all in all i would give this is a pretty positive one i say it's probably a 75 80 80 to 100 I'm going to give it I think
1: this is one of our most positive episodes
0: yet. I'm going to give it an 82.6.
1: Woo! I think I agree. I think it's been a very positive week. Everything's been good. I don't know if it's more positive because we've both had quite a few drinks though. Either way, the news was great. Everything was great. Less people died. Woo!
0: So Carla, where can people find you on socials?
1: You can find me at absolutely.average.writing on instagram
0: yeah that's your writing instagram isn't it
1: yes i have a website at www.absolutely-average.com um, where excellent. i post thank you very much i post uh a few posts a week we poems or extract some stories and that is where you can find me creatively
0: yeah highly uh, where recommend. can we find
1: you creatively
0: uh, creatively i haven't posted on there in a while but i'm hoping to soon at, um, at video on Instagram. It's where I put yes. all my professional stuff. It is clips from music videos. It is clips uh, of visual effects and stuff that I'm doing or just little bits and bobs of work I've done in the past. You can kind of see some of my odd jobs that I've done before. And then yeah. on um, Twitter, I'm at Clark one And Calla, what are the socials for the podcast that people keep messaging in on?
1: They are... At not another review on Twitter, at not another review show on Instagram and not another review show one at gmail.com. Every week you look surprised, I remember that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I don't. At our not another review show one at gmail.com is where you can send in all your questions or comments about Kala After Dark or your reviews of anything we've talked about.
1: And uh, contrary to last week's uh, appeal, no numbers. So... Yeah,
0: please send in your numbers to Kala. It doesn't have to be a phone number. She's not asking for phone numbers, by the way. Give her lot no. of numbers.
1: Just give him your favourite number. Yeah, I'd love to know your favourite number. Mine is four.
0: Mine's 27. That's delightful.
1: And on that delightful note, listeners, um, I'm going to go pass out. I've got work in the morning.
0: She's Ooh. a working girl.
1: I am. Who's full of tequila. Don't tell my boss. <laughs>
0: Fingers on lips, (laughs) Cunis, leave hole. All right, bye. (laughs) Good night.